Shem Hashem Naseh V'Nasliach. Welcome to our edition of the Hanan Abron Ohbet Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Tonight's Daf is Daf Nun Rimel. We will be starting from Nun Bet Amubet towards the bottom in the middle of the medium wide lines. We're up to the words Viravhuna Bar Yehuda. Okay. Says the Gemara. Bet Shemai Omrim Ner Umazon. If you look, you'll see there's a the first one on the line is Ned. It's in the middle of the wide of the medium lines. Ner Umazon. Okay. Bet Shemai. In the Mishnah, we had said that Bet Shemai says that the proper way to go way to go is you make Birkat Amazon, right? When you do Birkat Amazon together with Havdalah. By the way, just to clarify what we said last time, the situation here is that uh, a person needs to eat Malava Malka. And since he's eating Malava Malka and he only has one cup of wine, the rabbis allow him to eat without Havdalah. Motzei Shabbat, the guy only has one cup of wine. And he needed to make Havdalah. But if he finishes his meal... He's not going to be, if, if he uses the cup for Havdalah, he's not going to have a cup to make Birkat Amazon with a cup. Now, nowadays, we look at Birkat Amazon with a cup and say, Birkat Amazon with a cup, who needs it? Well, we, we never do that unless we're making Shev Berachot almost. But in the olden days, it was considered automatic to do it. Even Maran and Shukhanuch happens to sound like that a lot. But, so the Gemara says that if you have only one cup of wine and you have a choice, what should you do? Should I use it for Havdalah? Or should I use it for Brikat Amazon Malka? Says Gemara, what should you do? Eat Malava Malka and make, take the cup of wine and use, do three Berachot in it. The three Havdalah Berachot, Ner Besamim Havdalah, plus the Brikat Amazon. Okay. This is now Bet Shemai says the order is so is the halacha like that? We're not doing halacha. What? We're going to do the halacha, but later. Doche, doche, not doche, doche. Yes, push it to later. Yes. Okay. Now the order according to Bet Shemai was ner mazon. I'm sorry. Let's just go back to the Mishnah a second. The order of it was ner. So it's Ner, Birkat Amazon, then Bissamim, and then Havdalah. Well, Bet says no, it's first Ner, then Bissamim, then Mazon, then Havdalah. So if you look at the difference, in our Mishnah it sounds like you put the Mazon in between the Ner and the Bissamim. And according to Bet You'll put Ner and Bissamim together, and in between Bissamim and Havdalah, you put the Mazon. Okay, beautiful. Now let's see the Gemara. This is the Gemara. Rav Huna bar Yehuda ikla lebei Rava. He showed up by Rava's house. Chazi Rava de Berich abesim Beresha. He saw that he was making a Beracha first on Bissamim. Amale, he told him, Mechti, let's see. Bet Shemai ubetinah amor lo pligi. Bet Shemai agree that maor goes before Bissamim. Because if you look at our Mishnah, let's go back to our Mishnah a second. If you don't mind. If you look at our Mishnah, it says in the Mishnah, Ner 
מזון ובסמים, או נר ובסמים. Both Bishamai and Betelel agree that Ner goes before Bessamim. So when he came to the rabbi's house and he saw he was doing Bessamim before Ner, he says, what are you doing? You're doing against both Bishamai and Betelel? They both say that Ner is first and you're doing Bessamim first. The Tanakh, we learned in the Mishnah, Betelel and Ner are Mazon Bessamim Avdalah. Betelel and Ner are Bessamim Mazon Avdalah. And either way, both rabbis are saying Ner before Avdalah. Ani Ravah Betelel, Ravah answered him. Answered Rav Huna by Yehuda. Aval Rav Yehuda, ma zu divrei Rav Meir. Our Mishnah is following Rav Meir's opinion of Bet Shemayim Bet Hillel. If you remember, we ended off last yesterday's daf saying that there's two different opinions of what Bet Shemayim Bet Hillel holds. So that our Mishnah is, ver- is Rav Meir's version of the of the Machloket. Aval Rav Yehuda Omer lo nechlo Bet Shemayim Bet Hillel. Everyone agrees Mazon is first. And Havdalah is in the middle. What's the Machloka between them? According to this opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, he says the Machloka between them is a Ma'or Besamim. says candle first, then Besamim. And Betilel Omrim, Besamim Akak Ma'or, they say Besamim first. Therefore, we actually do Bismim first. So it's interesting. Three quarters of the rabbis are saying Ner first, right? Because according to our Mishnah, which is Rameer, both rabbis say that Ner is first. And according to Rabbi Huda's version, Beit Shemai says Ner is first, and Beit Hillel says that Bissamim is first. But we go like that one quarter opinion, that Bissamim is first, and that's how we go. And that indeed is how we make Havdalah always. Bissamim is always first in our Havdalah, just like this opinion. Okay, we are now at the two dots. There's a machloket. What version you say? Is it Bara or Shebara? Okay. If you look back in our Mishnah over here, the Mishnah says, Bet Shemai Omrim, Shebara Me'or Ha'esh. Bet Shemai Omrim, Bore Me'ore Ha'esh. One's Shebara, and one's Bore. So the Gemara is trying to clarify, what is the Machloket between Bet Shemai and Bet Yilel? Why do they argue on the text of this Beracha? What's behind it? What are they thinking about? Says the Gemara. Amar when it comes to the word bara, everyone agrees that it's going backwards. It means Hashem created. The word bara is backward. Basically, what we're trying to point out here is that the, the mitzvah of Havdalah is to thank Hashem for having created fire in, in the time of Gan Eden. Hashem created fire for Adam Arishon, and Chavai showed them how to make fire, and that's how Adam was able to have light during the nighttime. And we make the Barakah Motzei Shabbat to thank Hashem for that. So therefore we're asking, grammatically, in, in grammar-wise, what is the, we're asking in grammar-wise, what is the idea of, of the word bara or boreh? Which means, does it mean, so everyone agrees that the word bara means that he created past tense. Keep ligi boreh. The machlok is the word boreh. Bet Shemai Savri Bore Da'atid Levra. 
Bore means Hashem is going to create. And therefore, you shouldn't use the word Bore, because Bore means Hashem is going to create. And we want to thank Hashem for creating fire, not going to create fire. And therefore, Bet Shemai says you say Shebara and not Bore, because Bore, according to Bet Shemai, is future. Bet Hillel holds no. Bore is also backwards. So according to Bet Hillel, both Bore and Shebara both mean past tense. And according to Bet, Bet Shemai, no, only Shebara is, but not Bore. And therefore, Bet Shemai has to say Shebara. And Bet Hillel says Bore. No, that, that we're using, I'm not recording with mine. Yeah. No. This this particular one we have to do done already because we'll thank Hashem for something that happened by Adam Arishon. So it would be improper to talk about the future. We want to talk about the past. Now, the question is: question here is if everyone agrees that Shebara works, why would anyone think that you should say Bore? If Bara is for sure backwards, so just say Shebara. So some say what Mr. Stavrash is saying, and they want to claim that that it means that that we also want to include the future. Others say we want to show off when a per, when you make a berachah, you should always show that you you you're a tamir haham. Every other berachah we say is brings forth, not that brought already. Well, well let me explain to you. Every other berachah is a berachah that Hashem is bringing forth. Now, we're not thanking Hashem that he brought fruit to the old days in Gan Eden. He brings now. That's, so that's that, the, over there, it's not a problem. Over here, we're thanking Hashem for something that happened in the past. It's a, it's a, so therefore, it has to be past. Otherwise, it's not, you're not good. Right? It's diff- this is different than all other things. Okay. It says, it says in, the, in the Pasuk, Yotzer Oro Bore Choshech, Yotzer Harim Ubore Ruach, all those things are past. And you see the word bore? Over there referencing past. Over there is work, work, working to past. So therefore, how can you say bore? That, that, that is, of course it is. Everyone agrees that bara and bore could refer to the past. And therefore, since they could be word for the past, you could use either word. So what's the machloket about? If bara and bore and, and bore, why does one say shebara and one say bo, one say one say bore? Keep ligi. What's the machloket? Maor umeore. It's not about the bore. It's about the maor or meore. That's why Bet Shemai says shebara meore haesh, shebara meor haesh, and Bet Shemai says bore meore haesh because the argument is not about the shebara. Shebara or bore, they're both good. The pro, no rabbi has an argument. The argument is about whether you should use me'ore, plural, mm-hmm. or ma'or, singular. Why? The Bet Shemai, Savri, Bet Shemai holds Chada Nohoraika. Inside light is only one thing that lights up. You have a fire, but there's only one type of light inside. There's many different types of lights, and therefore, Bet 
Shemai Beit Yalel says, since there's a lot of different lights within your fire, therefore you have to say Me'oreh. It's wrong to say Me'or, because there's many lights. You have to thank Hashem for all the different types of lights that come out of a fire. Whereas Beit Shemai says there's only one, and that's the, the, the Machloket is not about the Shebara, but about the Me'oreh. Okay? Tanya Nam Yachi. We, uh, we could prove that Rabbi Yosef is right, that that's the Machloket about Me'oreh. Because we have in the Brayta that says something different. The Brightas are other Mishnayot, which you can see in a different version of the same idea. When you see a different text over there, you'll see that the, that the rabbi was right about what the original Mishnah. The Mishnah was a little short, and you can't tell what the Machloket was. But in the Brayta, you can tell what the Machloket is. Why? Because they say, Amr lahem bet bet told bet about this Machloket. There's a lot of lights in the fire. So you see the Machloket was about the lights and not about the Bore. Very good. Now, the Gemara says, we have a Mishnah. The Mishnah says, and Mevarachin, the Mishnah says, you're not allowed to make a Baracha on the Ner or the Besamim of a Goy. Okay? Now the Gemara says, Bishlem and Ner, I understand why you can't use the Ner of the Goy, because the Lo Shabbat, because the the ner of a goy did not keep Shabbat. Now, of course, candles don't keep Shabbat. What we're talking about here is since the goy used the candle on Shabbat for a milacha purpose, we're assuming, therefore, you shouldn't use the, a, a, a candle that was used on Shabbat for ha, your havdalah. Why not? So you can do it for Shabbat. So so you can refer to any other cases too. That anything that's being used in Shabbat, you cannot use. Because it's not a new fire, maybe? Or? No. No, he cannot use because of the Zara, because they use for the Zara. No, it's not talking about the Zara. Okay. So there's a machloket if the Gemara is referring to uh, something that was lit, a candle that was lit by a goy on Shabbat. And therefore, since the goy made the candle on Shabbat, even though he's allowed to do it, but we don't want to use. We're doing a Motzei Shabbat item. We want to do something that didn't, that that is a Jewish item that was not done on Shabbat. That's yeah, but look, every every other candle. I mean, all the candles. No, you light them after Shabbat. But the candles are made on Shabbat too. All these goyim candles. Well, you have to go to a Jewish. No, no, the light. We're talking about the light, not the candles. The, the light was created, the not light. the actual candles. The, 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 the light from the, the candle was the light, created. The light, not the candles. The candle, light, the candles, okay. Again, again. You can uh, refer to other... So, oh, I know we're recording. You okay. can always go like this. And then you can pause and put it back. Okay. So now, no. the Gemara wants to know, so we, we're good with the Ned, but when it comes to Bissamim, what's wrong with the Bissamim? Why can't I get the Bissamim of a Goy? Because <laughs> he smelled it on Shabbat? What's wrong with smelling? So says the Gemara, Amar Bihud Amarav, Hacha, we're talking about there was a banquet of the Goyim and they have spices there. Whenever the Goyim make a big banquet, they're usually doing it to thank their idol. And therefore, we're not letting you use that. Use it. Because there's a little idol worship involved over here. Okay? Says the Gemara. But the Sefer says, the next thing said, if you look at the Mishnah, the next one says, you can't use, not only can't use a Goy's, it says you also can't use Avodah one. So that means that the first one was a Goy, not Avodah 
Don't tell me that the goy probably is because of Avodah because we already said the next thing you can't use Avodah Zarah. Must be there was a different reason why you can't use the goys. Well, the one, right? right? Says the Gemara. We see that the ratio is not talking about Avodah Zarah. When the Mishnah was going from case one to case two, the Mishnah was telling you what the reason for case one was. So, which means, let's give it to you as follows. Case one, don't use Ne'er of of Agoy. And we understood it as case two, don't use Ne'er of of Avodazara. That's not how you should read it. Read it like this. Case one, don't use. Why not? Because usually it'll come out to be because it's from their banquet they usually be that's what that's what, it's not two cases it's one it's a case and a reason for a case let's read it inside why can't you use the candle or the of a goy because most uh, banquets of the goyim is for Avodazara. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanan, we learned in the Brayta, Or Shishavat, here's what we talked about before, a, la, a candle that rested on Shabbat, Varchin Alav, you could use it, after, for Ner, Vishelosh Shabbat, if it did not rest on Shabbat, and Varchim Alav, you cannot use it, we mentioned this before, My Shabbat, My Lo Shabbat, the Gemara wants to know, what does it mean if it rested, it didn't rest? What kind of funny thing is this? Like Mr. Stavrash says, If it means that it didn't, it didn't work, meaning, means, means it work, you used it for work on Shabbat, meaning, even even something that's allowed, for example, for example, there was a sick person, you needed a light, so you lit the candle for the sick person, which is allowed, Vatanya, don't we learn to the Brayta, Or Shil Chaya, the Or of a lady who gave birth, Vishil Chole of a sick person, Varachimav, you're allowed to use that. So don't tell me the word Shavat means that you had to use it for a mitzvah purpose. It can't mean that, because we know that you're allowed to. Amar of Nachman Yitzak, my Shavat, Shavat Machmat Melachat Avera, talking about don't use a candle that was used for an Avera on Shabbat. So it means, let's say you have a guy, and he didn't keep Shabbat, and he lit his cigarette on Shabbat, you can't use that cigarette to light a, a Havdalah candle because it was cigarette used for an Avera. What if it was something used for a, a lady to give birth? That's okay. Or for a Choleh who's Sakana? Okay. So, so what's the whole Malachah? Okay, we'll see, we'll see the whole thing soon. Okay. Tanya Nami Hachi, we learned in the Brighter also. Ashit, if you have a lantern, Shaita Dolekim Dolekat Kolayom Kulo, that was lit from before Shabbat. The Motzei Shabbat, if it's after Shabbat, you could make a Melech on it. So you see, even though the light was burning on Shabbat, it didn't originate that, on Shabbat. As long as it didn't start on Shabbat, it's not a problem. Okay? <coughs> so you see that the, when we said Ner Shalosh Shabbat, it means a Ner that was, right now we think, Ner Shalosh Shabbat means a Ner that was lit in Isur for no good reason. If it's lit, lit for a good reason, for a sick person, that's fine. If it's lit from before Shabbat and went through Shabbat, that's fine. Lit on Shabbat for your cigarette, a problem. Says the Gemara Tanu Rabbanan. We learned in the Brayta. There's an interesting one. Nochri shehedlik mi Yisrael. If it's after Shabbat. How about we have another? 
Hold on. I'm good. Boom. Okay. So we have a brighter Tanur Nochri Shidlik. If you have a goy who lit a candle, Yisrael from the light of a Jew, or Yisrael Shidlik Mi Goy. It's a, it's a Jew lit from a goy candle. You can make a beracha on it Motzei Shabbat. But Nochri Minochri. If a goy lights a candle from another goy. And Varchim you can't use it. The Gemara is trying to analyze this because this doesn't seem to fit with what we said. What's wrong with the goy from a goy? If we say, if we want to claim the problem with goy to goy, is that it did not rest on Shabbat. If so, there's also a problem of a Jew who lights from a goy, right? Because Halo Shabbat, when a Jew lights from Goy, the Goy's candle didn't light. So that can't be the problem. So that that's obviously not the problem. Lo Shabbat. Okay. If you want to say no, when you light from another candle, so the old one is gone, and the new one is a new one. This is a new candle. And therefore, the new candle is. When a Jew lights from a goy, then the new candle is a new candle. Then what are you going to do with the next thing? Elahad the this says in the brighter, If you carry out a flame to the shutarabim, chayav Okay, the Gemara wants to point out the following. Now pay close attention to what we're saying. In order to be chayav on Shabbat. You have to pick up something inside and carry it outside and drop it down outside. Now, it has to be the same thing that you picked up, you drop down. Now, if we're claiming that when, that as the candle burns, it's a brand new flame, so then when I pick up a candle inside the house and I carry the flame outside the house, I put it down, I should really be patur, because it ain't the same flame. And the fact that the writer says that I am chayav, proves that we don't say it's a different flame. So if we're not saying it's a different flame, we're back with a problem. What's wrong if a goy lights from another goy? The problem is counting the candle, it's not the flame. Okay, so we're assuming that the candle is too small and it's not a problem, I think. Okay? Good question. I think we're assuming that the candle is too, less than the shiur. And therefore, with the flame, it would be a shiur. I'm assuming that's the case. You don't have a candle. You have a... Hold on. Rather, we're saying that really, when, when something was done by isur and you light another fire for it, the original fire is still there. When you make a new fire... So it's a, you're, make, you're making a beracha on the newness of the new fire. So we're saying the old fire is still there at all times. That's why if you carry outside, it's a problem. But you're, when you, let's say, for example, you have a, a light and I light my cigarette from your fire. Okay. So when I light my cigarette, I have, we claim, we, we're claiming now that I have in my cigarette your old flame plus my new flame. And therefore, I'm allowed to make a baracha on the new part of the flame. Because I'm adding a new part to it. Now, if that's true, we're back with the problem. If so, when a goy lights from another goy, it should be okay. Because since the goy added a new fire, 
So then, what's wrong? Let the go. Let, let, let me also light from a goy from a goy because there's a new, new part of the flame. Every time you add a flame to a flame, it's called two flames. So since yeah, the old flame was no good. That's right, because that was a the the goy's old flame was the goy that the flame that the goy used on Shabbat. But so what? The new flame that the goy lit from it should be a new flame that you're allowed to light from. So Mars says in achinami. You know what? You're right. It is okay, and you should be able to use it. But the reason, and Midorai think you should be able to use it. But it's a gizera mishum nochri rishon v'amud rishon. The rabbis are worried that if we let you light from a goy, who lit from a goy, which really is okay, you might come to light from a goy straight, to make a melechah on a goy straight. So the rabbis don't let you light from a goy from a goy, because we're afraid you light from a straight goy. If we say, well, if I could light from Pedro this time, what's wrong with lighting from uh, this guy? But meanwhile, Pedro was the, was, the, was the light of a light, and the other guy was a straight light. And therefore, that's why we're not going to let you do it. But it's not really a problem. Yes, Motei Shabbat. Okay. Tanu Ravanan. So in other words, it's funny, it comes out of a funny thing. It comes out of Pedro lights a new fire, Motei Shabbat, go ahead and use it. But if Pedro lit it from Pe- from from uh, Mario's original light. Right. We won't let you do it because we're afraid you'll go to Mario's original light on you light straight from, from him. From him. Okay. Tanu we learned the Brighta. If a guy's walking out of the city, or and you see a fire. Imrov if most of the people are goyim, and he can't make a brecha. Imrov Yisrael, but if it's mostly Jews. Go ahead, make a melecha. You don't have to ask. You see some a uh, guy's fire in his window. More more ash. Go ahead, no problem. Okay. So Mar says, "Hagufa kasha." Amarta, you said imrov nochlim and melech. He said you can't make a melecha on most goyim. Hamechsa mechsa melech. It sounds like if it's half half, it's okay. For other time, then you say rov yudei melech. If it's mostly Jews, it's okay. Hamechsa mechsa melech. It sounds like if it's half and half again. Make up your mind. What's the law of half and half? The ratio sounds like half and half is good, and the slave says like half and half is no good. Says the Gemara, Bedinu da'afilo Really, the law is that even if it's fifty-fifty, you can make a berachah. The identification of nochlim tani sefer rov yisrael. says, really, the law was that it's fine, but once we said rov yisrael in the rov goyim in the reisha, so we mentioned rov yisrael and sefer when really mechsa mechsa would be fine. Okay, meaning we use the same language for symmetry, but really, that is. Fine. We learned in the Brighton. Hi, If you're walking outside the city, you see a kid with a with a light in his hand. Check the guy. See if he's a goy, if a Jew. If it's a Jew, why does that say kid? Could be true if it's a Jew, if it's an adult also. You see an adult walking, find out if he's a Jew or a goy, if you use a candle. Here we're talking about right after sunset, sunset on Motzei Shabbat. If you see a goy walking around, he's obviously a goy. Because how could, if it was a Jew, how would he allow to walk around with the thing? Right? You have to wait until after, after that. Tinok, and and he took it, meaning if it's a tinok, it could be the kid wasn't so careful, and he took it out. But if it was an adult, you know for sure he would, he would have to wait till much later. Okay, Tanur Rabbanan. We have another story. 
Hayamalech chutz lekrach. A guy is walking outside the city. V'ra'od, you see a fire. Im ava kifia kifshan. If it's thick, like a furnace, mevarecha, make a bracha. V'im lav, and a bracha lav. Can't make a bracha on it. Tanichada or shel kifshan. One says a light of a furnace you can make a bracha. Tanichidach, and a bracha lav. You have a different bracha says you can't use it if it's like a furnace. Lo kasha. Habetchila, halibasof. One's talking about the beginning of the burning, and one's talking at the end of the burning. Because in the beginning, they do it just for, they do it just to start start off the the furnace. At the end, uh, they light, light a big fire to burn the rest of the stones. Okay, Tani Chadi, we learned in the Brayta. Ur shel Tanur shel Kiraim. If you have a fire of a of a oven, or of a Kiraim or Kira. Right? You can make a bracha on it. Another bracha says you can't make up your mind. Again, in the beginning of the fire, you could use it. In the beginning, in the end, you can't. Okay. Another one. If you see the light in the shul, another bracha says you can't make up your mind. One is when there's a Chashu person in there, and one is when they're not a Chashu person there. Now, what does that mean? The Eba, hold on, let's just get it clear. If you, if you, if it was lit for Adam Hashuv. If it's lit for Adam Hashuv, it wasn't used to use. It's just lit to honor the rabbi. And therefore, you can't make a barachah on something that's just made to honor the rabbi. But if, you, if there's no Adam Hashuv, then it's lit, it's lit for light to learn from, and then it's okay. V'ibayt ema, another answer. Adam Hashuv. They're both talking about there's Adam Hashuv. V'lokasha, ha-di'ikta chazana. One is where there's someone who lives there. A chazana is a guy who lives in the shul. If there's no one who lives in the shul, then it's just like Adam Hashuv, it's a problem. Another answer we could tell you. Again, we're trying to answer the contradiction of whether or not you could, one brighter that says that you could use a light of a shul, one says you can't. Another answer. They're both talking about where there is a guy. One's where there's a moon, and therefore, therefore if there's a moon, you could have used the moon anyway. And therefore, the Therefore, if there's a moon, and the moon is enough to light up the shul, so then, the, why did you light the candle? Just for the Adam Hashuv. And therefore, you w- wouldn't be good. But, if there's no moon, then you lit, it to li- you lit it to light yourself, then you could use. It has to be a flame that, that was, was lit, lit to be to, to, for light. For light, correct. Not for Adam Hashuv. Okay, Tanu Rabbanan. Hayurushim Betmedash. People are sitting in the shul. They view Urlif Nehem. And they brought a light in front of him. Bet Shemai says, everyone should make their own beracha. It's better that everyone should, everyone should be okay with one beracha. Because it says, It is, it's, with, with a lot of people, it brings glory to Hashem. Because, 
it's considered glory for Hashem if, you, if he sees that everyone's blessing him together, it's considered nice according to Bet And Bet so Betilel, we understand why he says it. He told you why. So why did Bet Shammai say everyone should do it separately? What's the point of that? They hold that they don't want to stop the learning in the shul. And therefore, if everyone has to stop and make one beracha, stop, 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 we're going to make one beracha together. Yes, it's nicer for the king, but Bet Shammai holds it's not even nicer for the king not to do Betul Torah. If you're in a shul, you shouldn't do that. Okay? It seems like everyone has to, you know, stop what you're doing and pay attention to the same thing. If we bring in the, bring in the candle, whenever you stop, whenever you stop, here, if let's say there's 15 people learning, every, 15 sets of chavrusas. So, uh, when, if you bring in light and everyone does it alone, so when I'm finished with my chavrusa, I'll make a more information and go back to it. But here, we all have to stop and do it at one time, so we all have to stop learning. It's going to cause more bitul Torah. Tanya Namihachi, we also learned like that in Brighta. The people in Bet, uh, Bet Gamliel's house would not say Marpe in the shul. They wouldn't say marpe because we talk about Now marpe is what you say when someone sneezes. Uh, nowadays they say gesundheit or bless you or asuta. So in in the shul of Rabban Gamliel, you sneezed it too bad. Jump in the lake. We keep going because they don't want to do bitul Torah. Similarly, similarly over here also we're telling you that we're going to do individual ones because we don't do bitul Torah. Okay, says the Gemara. We are now at the two dots for the Mishnah. We said, You can't make a beracha on a candle or basamim that's lit for dead people. My tama, what's the reason? Again, like we told you before, when you have a ner that's not lit for illumination purpose, so then you can't use it. It's not made to light up. You can't use it. Same so since this light was lit as an honor for the dead guy, they make, they make these lights just as an honor of the dead guy. So since it's used for that, it's not for light, and therefore you can't use it. And bisamim, why do they have the bisamim? Is to take away the bad smell. So it's not made. It's not made to give a good smell. Anything to take away the bad smell is no good. By the way, one should know that there could be a problem using deodorant uh, for the same reason. Any deodorant which is made to take away a bad smell would also be a problem to use for bisamim. Because the same many people use Vesamim and they do use things that they really should not be using. Uh, there's also a problem of using an item that has no mamashut. So sometimes you have the mezaha, when they give you their stuff in your hands, mm-hmm. you have to have a serious amount of mezaha to make a barakha. Once it gets absorbed in your hand, you have nothing in your hand, you're, just, you're making a barakha on a smell that something used to be there, that could be a problem as well. You have to have an actual amount of stuff. Much better to have the Hadassim like we have over here. That's the best way to do it. Of course, in Halabron, we only do the best. Amar Bihuda, Amar Bihuda, Amar Rav. And Bihuda says the name of Rav. Anytime, anytime they take something out in the day and the night, if you have a dead person where they bring lights in the day and night, if they bring out lights only at night, you can make a barakha on him. So, because those lights, are, in other words, when you, 
I'll explain. In other words, when if they have a guy that they always put a light in front of him, whether it's day or night, so you see it's lekavod. If it's made for kavod, you can't use it. But if they bring it out only at night, then that would be okay, according to Bihuna Maraf. Amar Bihuna, Bihuna says, If you have uh, um, an air freshener of the bathroom, or you have oil that you use to take away the smell from your hands, and Rachimah, you can't make it. Do you mean to tell me anything that's not made to enjoy? You can't make a on it? You have a problem. It says, a guy who walks into a Bosem store, a store Bosamim, and he smells it. I feel you shave sham kolem kolo, even if you're sitting there all day, and you only make one beracha. If you go in and out, you make every prime. Over there, they're not made for smell. When you walk into a, a, a store, they weren't made for smelling. The guy puts it, he puts it there because he wants you to buy it. They're not made for you to smell. He's not, he's not expecting you to enjoy it. And yet, you make a beracha on him either once or many times. What's the difference? But you're making a beracha even though it's not made to smell. And you're telling me things that aren't made to smell, like deodorant is different. Mara says, no. No, that's also called to smell. You're, th- you're thinking that since it's made for merchandise, it's not called smelling. But that guy, that's also called smelling because he wants you to smell it and walk into the store. They pay, these guys, they have special things that they smell that they put outside the store. It smells nice. You walk in. If you're a perfume store, you want to have a nice smell outside the store. That's your thing. Guys smell Ooh, you walk in and you do it. So that's also for, considered for smelling. And the Havamina, we thought, that's not for smelling. That's just merchandise. That's also called smelling because it still, still wants you to smell. Tanur Rabbanan. Yes, you have to make a bracha. You walk into a thing, you have to make a bracha. That's what it sounds like, yeah. You put the flower store, you got a bracha also. Does it smell good in the flower store? Yeah, of course. Actually, the bracha, you have to hold it in your hands. It's a bracha. It's like I'm walking in and it smells like I'm walking to Bloomingdale. Holding it in your hands is nice, but. But I don't have to say. Yeah, but I don't know about walking to Bloomingdale's and you don't know exactly where it's from. I'm not sure if you can make a bracha on that. Right. I, I think you'd have to know what it is. Go ahead. If a guy's walking out to the city, and you smell a smell. One second. Well, let's talk after, okay? If you're walking out to the city, and you smell a smell. If there's mostly goyim, and can't make a brachah, because we're assuming that it's uh, from Abu Dazara. If there's from the Jew, and can't make a brachah. Here's the Omer. You can't make a bracha even on mostly Jews. Because there are some Jewish girls who used to light, who used to light uh, incense and they were doing it to get rid of bad spirits. And that's a problem. You can't make a bracha on it. Do all ladies do that? Most, most ladies don't do, it for, don't do these things. There's a small people who do it. There's some people who do it to, to, to perfume their clothes. So most times people do incense, they're not doing it to smell. Which means like this. In the olden days, you'd go to people's houses and they would burn nice smelling incense. Okay? Nowadays, for the smell. Now if they're doing it for the smell, beautiful. But if they're doing it to 
to, if the, the people used to, when they had, I guess in the pre-deodorant time, people used to burn incense over their clothing so the clothing has a nice smell. Now there, it's not for the smell. The guy's not concentrating to smell and that would not make a beracha. And there's other ladies who do it to get rid of mazikin. And therefore, the rov, rov of the people, is either because of getting rid of smell of clothes or for mazikin, and therefore you can't make a even if there's Jewish people in the city. Okay. Amr Abchia Baraba, Amr Ab Yochanan. Hamalech Baradesh Abadot Batberia. Guy who walks in Tveria, Umotz Shabbat Batibori, if he erev Shabbat in Tveria, Umotz Shabbat in Tibori, Veriach Yech and you smell, smell, and Rech Tomek Abracha, Meshech Hiskato, and Asu El Gmalbo Etikalim. It's used to get rid, it's used to make smell good. In those places, people used to always have a time to make their clothes smell nice. And that was either Motzei Shabbat in Sipori and Friday in Tveria. And therefore, in those times, make sure not to make a bracha. Tell him, have another brighter. Hayam Malech Beshuk Shalavdachlami. If you're walking in a marketplace of of idols, and you want to smell, a guy who goes walking in a place like this, and you go, I want to smell, take a nice smell, you make it a sin because you know that you're that you're trying to smell something that's asur. But if you if it comes in automatically without you trying, it's okay. But if you're going, ah, ah, you're a sinner. If you're just walking and it smells, what do you want me to do? I have to walk through. That's not a problem. We said in the Mishnah that you can't make a baracha on the candle until you enjoy it. Amar. Rabbi Huda Marav, Rabbi Huda said, Rav, lo yotu, yotu mash. We don't say you have to actually enjoy it. El koshe ilu omed bekarov mishdamesh. As long as it's strong enough that if you were there and trying to use it, you could use it. Even if you're far from it, it's okay. Meaning you don't have to actually use it. As long as you would use it, you could use it if you want to, that's enough. You can even be far from it as long as you. Meaning it's telling you how strong the flame has to be, but you don't have to use it. TV, I'll ask you a question. If you have a flame hidden in your lap or in a lantern, you saw a flame and you didn't use it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Or you used it, but you didn't see the flame, and you can't use it. You have to see it and use it. So how can you tell me what you said before? You don't have to use it. Here you see you have to use it. I understand how you could say that if you used it, but you didn't see it. That's if the flame is on the other side of a corner. So if you're on this side of the corner and the flame is lighting up behind the corner, so you don't see the flame, but you could use the light. We could see a case like that. How can you see it and not be able to use it? How can it be? It must be that you're far away and you can't use it. So you see that you have to be able to use it. How can we say before you have to use it? You see you don't have to. Law. Can go on the Amya Vaza, talking about it's getting getting lower and lower. And that's what we're telling you. When we're telling you that you didn't use it, talking about it got lower and lower. Tanu Rabanan. Gechalim lo hashet. If you see glowing coals on Motzei Shabbat, you can make a on them. Omemot, if they're getting dim, and you can't make a 
would be enough. Meaning, if you stick a, a wood splinter into it, and it would light from it, that's called a glowing coal. If it wouldn't light, that's called omet that's going down, you can't make a berachadot. Ibailu will ask a question, omot or omemot? Should it be with an aleph or an ayin? How do you spell the word? Omemot. Aleph or ayin? You see the pasuk, which quotes, quotes it with an ayin, and therefore it should be an ayin. It's talking about enjoying, and enjoying, when it says, it means you have to enjoy it, and therefore it should be with an aleph. Now the word says, the kama, how close do you have to be in order to enjoy it? And in order that you can tell the difference between an Isar coin and a Pundak coin. Chizki says, Kedesh Yekir ben Meluzma shel Tiberia, then Meluzma shel Tibori. If you could tell the difference between a certain weight of Tiberia and a certain weight of Tibori. They used to have weights that you used to put, use on your scale to measure your goods before you sell them. And the, good, the weights look different when they're from this town or that town. So basically, that's how close you have to be to the fire. So we're telling you now, according to this, you do have to be close to the fire to enjoy it. And you have to be close enough to tell between two different coins. So this is not what we said before. Rabbi Yehuda make a on the on the house of Adadalaya. He would make a on the house of Giyor Barachama. He would make a beracha on the house of the Chia Baravua. Now, Rashi says that Ada Delaya was far from Yehuda's house, and he couldn't enjoy it, but he made a beracha anyway. And Rava only used the house that was close to him, and therefore he's passing like the, the, the Gemara we just learned now. Okay? Amar Bihud Amar Yehuda says the name of Rav. You don't have to look for a fire like you look for other mitzvot. If you don't have it, you don't have it. I used to go look for it. When I heard what Rav says, I don't look for it. If I have it, I have it. And if I don't have it, I don't have it. And that's the end of the Gemara. By the way, one should know that we hold that you sh- you're supposed to enjoy the light. And that's why people look at their fingernails during Havdalah is because we hold you're supposed to enjoy that light. Now the Gemara wants to go through a machlok at whether or not you have to go back to the original place where you forgot to make Bekat Do you have to go back or you can make it where you are? Bet Shemai said, you have to go back, but you don't have to. Machlok is only when you forgot. But if a guy left on purpose, everyone says you have to go back. Mar says, of course. It says the Mishnah you forgot. So obviously it's only talking about forgot. Ma'u the tema, I might have thunk, says the Gemara, hu adin afil mazid, that the same law applies to mazid that you're allowed, the machlokan applies. Ba'adan shachach, lo diachach kochan de bet shamayi. The reason why we said shachach is to show you how far bet shamayi is. But don't think that you have to go back only mazid, you even have to go back if shachach. Kamash malan, who comes to teach you, no. The machlokan is only in this case. Okay. 
Tanya, we learned in the Brayta, Amalam bete le betshamai ledevechem. According to you, Misha chal bereshivira, a guy who ate on the top of a mansion, v'shachach virah levelo barach. He went down. He forgot to make a bracha. Yachzol roshivira v'yevlech. He has to go to the top, even though it's a big hassle to climb to all the way to the top floor. You still have to do it. I'm going to write that. I'm going to answer them. Then they became according to you. Mishachach anaki bete roshivira lo yalevi talena lechvor atzmo yale lechvor shemayim lo yikolo koshkin. Meaning. And if you forgot $1,000 up there, would you go back up to get it? You would. So what, what, what a chilu Hashem. You're going to go back up for your $1,000 and you won't go back up for a mitzvah? Obviously. Good. Hanu Tre Talmid, there were two students, Chad Avid Bishogei, Bebet Shemai. One forgot like Bet Shemai. And he did like Bet He forgot by accident did like Bet Shemai. Meaning, that he went back. And when he went back, he found a purse of gold coins. Of course, he followed Bet Shammai. He had a purse of gold coins. One left on purpose, like Bet Hillel. And he said, oh, I left on purpose. And he made a Belchah where he was. And he got eaten by a lion. That wasn't so much fun. It's interesting. Some rabbis say that from here you see that the Gemara is passing like Bet Shammai. Because you see this story it sounds like uh, they're going like Bechamai because you see the guy found the gold. Now, uh, we passed somewhere in the middle. If you, if you left on purpose, you have to go back. Because, by the way, this guy didn't really go like Betelel either because Betelel doesn't let you do it by Mezid. But that's why I gave you my line. Okay, anyway. Rabbi Barmachana was going in a caravan. He ate, and if he died, he didn't make Bechat Mazon. Ahmad, he said, "Hey, Avi, what should I do? If I tell him I forgot to make berakat mazon, they'll tell me, make berakat mazon. Whatever you make berakat, whatever you make berakat mazon, Hashem listens to you. Don't worry. I'll tell him I lost the golden bird. He told him, wait here, wait here. I forgot a golden dove. He went back." He made a berakha. He found the golden dove. So Baruch Hashem, a miracle happened. He found the dove. He found the dove. Inshallah by us. Why was it specifically Yonah? Because the Jews are compared to a dove. As in, how did it happen? My Yonah and it's El Bakanfeha, just like a Yonah, has nothing to save itself unless except for, except for its wings. The Jews are only saved with mitzvot. The last thing of the Mishnah is as follows. The second to last. Ad Ematai Humvarech, until when can you make a Berecha? Okay. We said until the food gets gets digested. How long does it take for the food to get digested? How would I know? A guy, you know, your stomach doesn't 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 uh, advertise when the digestion happened. If you're not hungry, then that you're still good. When you're thirsty because of what you ate. Amalar of Yemar bar Shlema lemorzutra. Yemar was even told morzutra. For Amalar of Yemar, and some say, 
Some say it was different. Rabbi told him it was true. Did Rishakish really say as long as you're hungry, you could do it? I thought it was the time it takes to work, work for a meal. Lokash is not a question. One is if you ate a small meal, one is if you ate a big meal. When you ate a small meal, then you have till, you, till you're hungry. But when you ate a big meal, that's when you have, big meal, that's when you have four meal. Sorry about the, the difference over there. Hold on, let me just do this. Okay, good. So now, last thing in the Mishnah. Ba'lehem yayin mazon. If they brought wine in the, in the, during the meal, Bet Shemai says you make a on the wine, then you make a on. And Bet Hillel says you make a on, then you make a on the wine. Okay? And you make Amen after Jews, and you don't make Amen. Hold on. Do you mean to say you can make a bracha on a Jew? We said that you can't make a bracha on a, on a kuti because you not know what he said. But it sounds like if a Jew makes a bracha, you didn't hear the whole thing, you make a bracha. That's what it sounds like. If you didn't hear the whole thing, how, how were you yotze? If you go to a Jew, he makes a bracha for you, but you didn't hear the whole thing, you weren't yotze. So how could you, how could you, how could you answer it? We're not talking about you eating with them. You just make amen. If you just make amen, you can answer. We're talking about you didn't eat. But if you ate, of course you have to eat all baracha. Rav told the son Grab wine and make a baracha. Quick, take a cup of wine and make a baracha. Which means that it's better to make a berachah yourself than to answer amen to something. Do you mean to say it's better to make a berachah yourself than to answer amen to somebody else's berachah? Didn't we say, it's better to answer amen than, than say, say a berachah? So how can we say the opposite? Rai says, it's true, I swear. Because the regular soldiers start the, 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 the battle, and it's always the champions who come down and they win. So the, the, the Amen is at the end, and therefore it's better. So therefore, how can we say it's not, how can we say making a is better than Rav told here to make the, make the Barakha himself? What do you mean? I thought it's better to say Amen. Mar says, you're right. It's a machloketanaim, but actually it's machloketanaim. Whether what's better, the time was in the brayta. Echad mabarech vechad one amen b'mashma. Whether you make a bracha yourself, whether you answer amen, it's included. We include you. El shemaharim lebarech yoter min haone amen. But they bring reward faster to the guy who makes the bracha than the one who says amen. So this brayta sounds like it's better to actually make the bracha. And he's just he's about, he's uh, arguing with Rav Yossi in the previous brayta. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Rav Yossi saying one way, and this brayta saying the other way, and therefore everything's cool. We have machloka tanaim. Each rabbi was going according to the the tana that was like him. Should you answer after a kid makes a berachah? Should you answer amen? Amalei, 
אחרי הכל, אומר מן, חוץ מטילון של בית רבן, always answer except for tina kosher בנתם. הוא תמיד על הסין. since they're just learning, therefore they're not making a ברכה, don't do it. meaning, that when you hear them making a ברכה, they're just trying to learn how to make a ברכה. They're not actually making bracha. So you see them saying shakol. The teacher is teaching them how to say shakol. And they're not eating, so don't say amen. That's only when they're not making haftara. But when they're making haftara, you do answer amen when they make a bracha. Of course, we let, we let kids make amen on, on, on a haftara. Oil, which you use on your hands... Meaning, if you didn't put oil on your hands, you can't make brikat mazon. Those days, you used to clean your hands with oil. Your hands are dirty, you can't make brikat mazon. These are Rabbi Zilai's words. Rabbi Zivai Omer, Rabbi Zivai says, it's not a problem. Rabbi Acha Omer, good oil holds it back. Just like if you have a bad smell, you can't do avodah in the Betamidash. Also, if you have a bad smell on your hands, you're pasul l'baracha. Amar Rav Nachman, Yitzchak Rav Nachman says, "Ana lo zilai, v'lo zivai, v'lo zuhumai yadana." I don't know zilai, I don't know Rav Zivai, or not zuhama. I don't know any of these rabbis. Ela matiti, and I know the Mishnah. Damir Huda Marav. Ve'amir la matiti, and others say it's a brayta. It says ve'it kashtem, you have to be holy. Ela ma'im mishim, that's ma'im mishonim. Ve'item kedushim, ela ma'im aharonim. And therefore, you need shemen, you need oil, and you need all these things in order to make a beracha. Hadan alach el devarim.